Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo, Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen! Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat episode 456. I'm your host for the final time, Zach Ryan. Boo. And I'm joined today by my friends, Per Schneider. Double boo. Oh, Brian Altano. Triple boo. And Casey DeFridis. Quadruple boo. Oh, you guys really know how to kick a guy when he's down. That's You're rude. not down. You're fine. Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat. This is the weekly Nintendo show right here at IGN.com, the Imagine Games Network, every Thursday <laughs> at 3 p.m. Uh, on YouTube and on IGN and on all your favorite podcast services. This week, uh, we've got a hell of a show. 
We're going to make our annual E3 predictions, uh-huh. one of my personal favorite episodes, because then in uh, July we get to listen back and see who was right and who was wrong. Very Usually wrong. none of us. And the none. person that gets the most questions right gets a whole bag of candy. Oh. Yeah. Is that new? That's a that's new a, twist That's a new year. twist this year, yeah. Like or it. you can just go steal a bag of candy from underneath Justin Davis's desk. There's so much candy. What? Yeah, really? That's insane. where the candy comes from. Yeah. yeah, yeah actually. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's the yes. candy man. Uh, candy man. Not the murder guy, but just like he just loves to have candy. As it's known, that's true. Yeah, I feel like um, that guy. Also we, we're also candy. we're also going to talk a little bit about what we've been playing, and we're also going to play a brand new game. Oh, I don't think this is going to be a game, new. is it? It's uh, yes, it is. It's it's not a game that's known to our audience okay. per se, but we're more on that as as we get down the road, okay. the old podcast road they call it. Welcome to IGN. That's right. Podcast series. So uh, let's start with some news uh, right out of the gate. Last week it was announced that Devil May Cry, the original Devil May Cry, yep. not the new Devil May Cry, not the rebooted Devil May Cry, not but the very first one from the PlayStation 2nd, is coming to Nintendo Switch this summer. And my question to the panel, why? Why is that happening? We asked them to bring everything to Switch. Oh. So, and thus and they Casey now has a good theory, I think. No, yeah. I think the real question here is why didn't they come out with the... Devil May Cry HD collection, which came out for the PS3 and Xbox 360 in 2012. Um, Why didn't they just bring all three over? Because they can get you to spend twenty to thirty dollars on each game over the course of a year. Not me, sister. I don't like those games. True. Uh, Rather than spend sixty bucks once to get them all. Capcom's (laughs) approach to the Switch has been iffy. So I wanted to talk about that Hmm. because. Dragon's Dogma, they said that they were bringing it to the Switch, and they had that caveat of, uh, what was it? We might bring another game to the Switch if Dragon's Dogma sells well. Yeah. 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 Um, and then they also put out um, one Resident Evil game. Yeah. Uh, Rev- and Revelations 1, one and, and 2. two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is Capcom's deal with the Switch. They keep testing the waters and kind of gauging whether or not they want to bring a bunch of their big games over. Yeah, and then on May 21st, we're getting three more Resident Evil games. They brought Mega Man 11, but not Mega Man 12. Yeah. That's weird. It's um, like, they launched a Street Fighter Championship collection. Yes. And yeah. then... That's right. Like, six months later, like, another Street Fighter Championship collection that had, like, a sli- slightly different stuff in it. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. And so then, That's odd. Me, uh, yeah. I mean, Mega Man and all that, and... But it's been mostly retro, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no Disney Afternoon collections. No. Yeah. They, yeah. Did, they did say they wouldn't put Dante... In Smash until a Devil May Cry game was on the Switch, so maybe that's just maybe that's that. just a that's way just to get their it in there. Excuse. Okay, that's good. That's we'll have I, Smash that's now a, featuring Dante a, from Devil May Cry. That is a good positive spin on this news. Yeah. I did not put it that yeah. way. Onimusha Warlords. That was the one I was trying to. Think oh, of. that's right. Yeah, they brought one Onimusha game, but not the other two, and mm-hmm. not some of the very good ones. And Okami, Okami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you played uh, much Sekiro? Uh, I have, yeah. They call him Okami all the time. I no, like yeah, we had that. Nice. So you corrected us and explained to us. Yeah, when, our whenever I leave, you you talk <laughs> about things. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. We uh, have to. Yeah, Okami and Okami. Okami is God, and Okami is Wolf. Mm-hmm. So it actually works both ways. And that's the pun Okami. that I never yeah, understood. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody loves a good pun. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Capcom, this is not new ground for them. They, As we've just discussed, like they've obviously been testing the waters over and over again, but we don't see that from other companies. Why do we think that Capcom specifically is a, a traditional Japanese company, has a long history with Nintendo, but is still seems two years and millions of units sold, very apprehensive to fully support the Swanch? Um, that was a- Swanch. <laughs> I, I think that they have realized that people will buy things piecemeal on Switch. 
we just buy everything on Switch. We are conditioned to. We open the eShop every three days so, to see new squares, and we spend money on them. And then sometimes we play them, and then sometimes we just buy more squares and push the squares down the list. Mm. As real gamers with a Z and have big cargo pants, how many of these singular drops are going to happen before people start kind of wising up and say enough is enough. We know that these collections exist elsewhere. Please give us like full collections and not the first in the Devil May Cry series. Well, I mean, take take me for example. I'm a huge Resident <laughs> no Evil thanks. fan. You don't have to. Um, I'm taken. Uh, but uh, th- there are three Resident Evil games launching on May 21st and that's Resident Evil, Resident Evil 0 and Resident Evil 4. And mm-hmm. they are $30 each instead of the usual 20 where they're available on literally every other platform. And I shook my fist in the air and you, then, show, show and you bought them yeah. and then I'll buy them yep, and so go. I'm part of the problem and same thing with something like Devil May Cry I might be like oh I'm not going to do that and a bunch of people are going to be sitting there being like we, we can't support this we're waiting for the HD collection in, but a bunch more will be like I'm buying it mm-hmm. in the same way that, that Onimusha is a game that I feel kind of caught a lot of flack coming to Switch because people were so, you know, like, oh, I love this franchise, and then they got their hands on it, and we're like, oh, actually, this is feeling very very dated and very yeah, old. Yeah. I just think it's so odd that they would bring this particular entry to Devil May Cry. Like, why not a, a D-Res version of DMC5 or something like that? Well, because it's a it's an easy, an easy port. It's certainly easier to port than the HD collection, and then... Uh, you know, you can get the Dante character packed in for Smash Brothers. I mean, look at look at what Square just did, right? Yeah. They okay. Dragged and dropped a whole bunch of uh, essentially mobile and PC ports of yeah. you know legacy Final Fantasy games. I have some things Switch. to say about that as well. But you bought a bunch, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I bought two of them. I think that's what it comes down to, right? I think like it, for to cover their bases i think they're saying well we'll start with the first game and see how it does and then we'll mm-hmm. do the second game and see how it does and eventually if somebody Perfect. buys the third they'll go back and buy the other ones and you'll have the ability to buy they can they can put out a press release and say now every devil may cry game is available on switch or as many as they can fit there you go yeah. okay i guess that is that is a good point from the developer's point of view yeah Again, not to, not to justify yeah. it as a business, because I think it's kind of shady that you can buy those HD collections mm-hmm. for much cheaper on other platforms. It would be especially kind of them for people who purchase the first one, if they do come out with a second, to give them a discount. But Because they, they did that with some games. Like <laughs> they Bayonetta. did that with uh, Bayonetta 1 and 2, yeah. and they did that with uh, Resident Evil Revelations as well. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. That'd right. be great. So I they think could do that. That's, that would be a very pro-consumer thing to do, and I would appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of things that are going to make a lot of money, uh, <laughs> Detective Pikachu is out in theaters this week. Yeah, no real news there. I just wanted Did to you guys want well, there's a little it bit yet? of news. What? I haven't seen it. I haven't Super seen it yet. I, I have it. tickets. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna go see it by myself on Saturday. Really? <laughs> That's okay. Aww. I'll go with the. I'm kids. trying to think. I saw. What did I see? I saw uh, like a horror movie by myself. Oh, I saw Us. Yeah, by that's, myself. On a that's not a I, Pokemon I like, movie, though. I like it to see. No. I like to see a movie by myself. The reason that that so we have a group of people that goes and sees movies here, like a big group, all the time at IGN, and they're going on opening night, and I just couldn't make it on opening night. Mm-hmm. But I want to see it this weekend. So okay, yeah. So uh, yeah, projections say that this movie is going to be huge. Do we think that this is the movie that will finally put uh, Endgame? down to number two or <laughs> no but I think it'll do I think it'll do really well I think so too like uh, you know best video game movie numbers 100% more, more importantly I think this will be the highest rated video game movie of all time not including Wreck-It Ralph which is not technically based on a video game just that's right celebrates just, them yeah it's like tangentially related the I think yeah. the so, last time I looked on Rotten Tomatoes it was above 75 yeah mm-hmm. yeah which IGN, really uh, the Imagine Games Network, gave it an 8.0. Uh, 
yeah. for Great, Great Point oh, and says, mm. Detective Pikachu mixes humor, heart, and gloriously rendered Pokemon to deliver a simple yet entertaining time. God, so, remember when that website used to cover games? Oh. <laughs> crazy. Uh, so uh, the things that the, a lot of the feedback that I've heard is that it is very much a children's film, Yeah, but um, really, really fun and specifically tailored to Pokemon fans, mm-hmm. um, which how could it not be? Uh, but that it's a little bit uh, maybe alienating or off-putting for people that don't know the franchise or didn't go, grow up with the franchise because it is so strange. But I do think it's a smart direction to take rather than try to tell the story of like red yeah. and blue or something. Right. I think mm-hmm. it's it's a much smarter mass appeal approach to talk about this one particular Pikachu. Right? Yeah. yeah, I'm actually going opening night, and I'm not the I don't know a ton about Pokemon, and I'm not a child. But are I'm you going to take your baby? I'm going to take a bottle of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Same size. And I'm going to have a fun time because all the animals look wonderful and yeah. it looks like mm-hmm. a good time. I think, that, I mean, the one complaint I've heard from people um, in the gaming space about the movie is that it, it definitely is is the spin-off centered mm-hmm. around, you know, a different version of Pikachu. So you don't get a feel for the Pokemon world, right? Mm-hmm. Like that whole people training with Pokemon, you know, that yeah, whole setup whole, is kind of absent. The Rhyme City in the games, they set mm-hmm. it up as a city where Pokemon battles aren't allowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a thing where, like, you don't use Pokemon to fight here. This is where we live coexisting. There's no Pokeballs. Pokemon people just live out in the world. But maybe it's very different. But maybe if this does well, we'll Mm -hmm. we'll get something like that. It's a little bit more of a traditional kind of Is this the beginning of the PCU? The PCU? Yeah, the Pokemon Cinematic Universe. I hope so. People Uh, have been theorizing that this and Sonic are the beginning of the Smash Brothers. Oh, and Mario, too. There's been so many tweets running around like saying that about how this is like phase one of the Smash Cinematic Universe. And honestly, I'm here for that. Like, that sounds great. Yeah. The the marketing around Detective Pikachu has been amazing. Uh, Ryan Reynolds tweeted out that the movie was leaked yesterday. Yes. Linked to YouTube. And the video starts out very convincingly, and then it just turns into an hour and 40 minutes of Pikachu dancing. Yep. You should go and, watch it. It's really cute. Miranda, Nobody was upset about that. No. Miranda Sanchez has had that uh, video on loop at her desk all day. Oh, no. I noticed. Yeah, she's very excited. No, I think Brilliant. like at the very least, like we were saying before, like this is a great benchmark for what a because uh, up until now we haven't had like this is what a video game movie should be like mm-hmm. to sort of celebrate the franchise and accomplish something as a film outside of Mortal Kombat, which is like schlocky fun nonsense. Yep. Like a unabashedly stupidly fun movie, but a bad film. Yeah. Um. That's okay. You can like bad films. I like plenty of them. Um, but this is like now can this is something studios can look at and go. This is how you make a good movie based on a popular video game franchise. Yep. Yeah, and that's huge. Uh, speaking of uh, popular movie franchises, uh, we got a lot of information this week from uh, our pals over at Game Informer about Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three. Um, loosely based on uh, the old Marvel Cinematic Universe, yes. not not based on the MCU at all, but uh, they are running their cover story on uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance for the June issue of GI, but we did glean 21 facts uh, about oh. the game that we did not know prior to their cover story, uh, and I grabbed a few of them here that is I that just thought... Is that your game? Because that's out. not a game. What's that? that? No, 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 this no, no. This is no. not your game? No, I, it's a whole different game pair. you got to just, just keep like, your pants on over there. I figured a bulleted list, you'd figure that's a... No. no. Uh, okay, so team gain attributes for certain compositions like a Women of Marvel team, including Black Widow, Spider Gwen, and Scarlet Witch, or a Web Warriors with Miles Morales, Spider Gwen, and Peter Parker. Others include Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Wisecracking Warriors, Femme Fatales, Defenders, and Midnight Suns. So multiple team bonuses mm-hmm. for teaming 
like characters together or characters that make a team that's in cool. the cool. comics or in the MCU. I dig it. Yeah, I think that's really clever. Um, the Alliance Entertainment System, oops, <laughs> Alliance Enhancement System, mm -hmm. is a web of upgrades that applies to the whole team described as similar to the Sphere Grid in Final Fantasy X with nodes unlocked yeah. with credits and enhancement points. So like more of an RPG lean than we've seen in previous uh, MUA games. Yeah, I'd love to and, hear that. Yeah. And you're excited because FF10 is your favorite Final Fantasy game. I do game. not like Final Fantasy X. I will not crazy. be taking questions at the moment. Um, <laughs> So crazy. It, the Infinity Trials appear as rifts during the first story playthrough and transport players to new locations for tough challenges that give twists and variations on battles and offer rewards for completion and accomplishing particular objectives. They may include wave battles, countdown trials, ability trails, trials, or more. Um, so that's just like a cool like one-off challenge thing yep. that I think is interesting. And then uh, Mark Sumeric, uh, recognized for writing all ages Marvel titles, wrote the game's story and attempts to balance a narrative in encompassing aspects from Marvel comics and movies. So my question to you guys is, why is it so hard for me to read stuff that's right in front of me? I don't know. I mean, it's a small font. It's clunky. Yeah. yeah, it's a yeah, lot. It's a, a lot of words. It's a script. Yeah, it's not a not a TV script. Are you guys excited for uh, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance game? Yes, getting there. At, yeah. at, at first, when it was announced, I was like, nah. and then the more I hear about it, the more I'm getting excited. Yeah, yeah. I think the game, what we've seen so far. Mm -hmm. looks not great graphically. I think it looks kind of butt. That's it. But uh, I, I do, I am very excited for it because I am a big Marvel guy and uh, I love the old Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. Yeah. I feel like most multiplayer co-op games meant to play Coach Cow co-op look kind of not great. Mm -hmm. like, Except for Diablo. Still pretty. Mm -hmm. I mean. Still very good. St yep. Highly stylized. Mm -hmm. Highly yeah. stylized though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like I like your quote on the box. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. It's I fine. say that a lot of, about a lot of stuff. Blizzard, Blizzard in general has a great aesthetic that they yes. use across all of yeah. their franchises. You know, I guess like, when compared to other games, you would look at it and be like, wow, that's really pretty. They're not that pretty. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think this is like a fun, cartoony sort of like action beat em up RPG. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm totally down with yeah. this kind of feeling and looking a little arcadey. Yeah. So I'm totally fine with it. You can play uh, the multiplayer is up to four players. So I wanted to ask you guys. Will you play Ultimate Alliance with me after I'm gone? No. Come, Does it have online? Yeah. Come back, no, of course come back I don't. and do a stream with us, Zach. Since you're you, not in the same room anymore. Who do you play as? Or who will you play as? Uh, God, I'll probably play as Spider-Man. I freaking love Spider-Man. He's a really? good dude. Yeah. Okay. He's my favorite superhero Is ever. Wolverine in the game? Yeah, of course. Is Wolverine in the game? That's, yes. a, that's a legal question. He, yeah. Wolverine doesn't show up in like 90% of things anymore. I think He's right. this is such He's an right. achievement because they're able to actually get yeah. every character from Marvel. Yeah. That's true. It's like this game. That was popular. Not literally every character. That's mm -hmm. a tall order, but like you this, know what I mean. This game and the Lego games are the only games that can actually surpass Marvel's legal entanglements to like oh. bring all those characters well, together. Well, things are getting a lot simpler now that Disney owns every company. That's yeah. true. People, yeah. we'll, we'll see the Avengers. And the yeah, I'm happy MCU. to announce that Disney has recently purchased the Imagine Games Network. Yes. And, oh, uh, I didn't know that. That's right. Yeah. So look I've, forward I've to our seen, content. I've actually seen that theory mm -hmm. online. Oh, we can no longer yeah. review 50% of movies yeah. coming out. That's but right. we will give Mickey Mouse a 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Enough of this uh, corporate shilling. Uh, let's talk about what we're playing <laughs> this week. Uh, Pear, why don't you start us off? What? I wasn't even number one on the list. I'm, I'm playing uh, OTTTD. Mm -hmm. You're playing a little bit of that yes. too. Yes, over the top tower defense. You got it. Yeah. Um, so this is actually a game that came out uh, in 2014. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can download it on Steam. Uh, what got, a port coming yes, to Switch? A port coming to Switch. Um, but it's a welcome one. It's a it's a game that is well liked, well reviewed, and uh, well put together. It's a classic tower defense game where you can literally place gun turrets. It's kind of set in the 
comic book book looking like alien universe and you basically have to construct your defenses to take out uh, on the enemies who kind of march down a path so really traditional tower defense setup but it has um it has a lot of upgrades for the different towers it yep. has a lot of enemy variety where you really have to kind of change your strategy based on the wave that's coming in i'm mm. digging it yeah it's a like really fun and kind of funky and hyper stylized which is uh, what i need for tower defense games because yeah. i think a lot of tower defense games get a little sort of just boilerplate and boring to me yeah i i like uh, aesthetics in a game in a, in a franchise like a or a sort of a genre like tower defense is is so huge for me and this yeah. is something that just clicked immediately because i was like oh you guys are like you're having fun here yeah I, let's celebrate that so yeah check that out it's sort of like stealth launched um which is kind of amazing they were able to keep this game a secret for so long just popped out yeah, yeah. so it's a that's a good one i'm obviously you guys know playing Picross s3 <laughs> All the time. No. I did. I played like another seven puzzles last Did night. you play multiplayer yet? No. You have to play two player. Hmm. It's so good. You know what I did? I accidentally hit my uh, second pro controller and uh -huh. it kicked me. It started a multiplayer thing. Yep. But all it did, because I didn't have anyone there to help me, was just leave a cursor on my Picross puzzle that, that I sounds couldn't, lonely, I couldn't Brian. away from. It that is. It sounds very brown. Uh, anyway, the uh, the game's good. Very similar to S2. It just has that color mode, which is um, which is nice, but mm -hmm. very short. Sure. Not a lot of puzzles. And then finally, I went back to Mario. Mario and Rabbids. Oh, I never, I never finished it. I went back. I had to spend some time to find my path because once you haven't played for months anymore, you're like, where am I? Where am I going to go? It's just so good. Yeah. I really, really like this game. Once again, yeah. uh, an unsung gem on yeah. the Nintendo yeah. Switch. I feel like it yeah. doesn't get enough credit. But, but I, most of my time is spent on the other two consoles right now. You know, it is a little bit slow mm -hmm. on the Switch. So hopefully That's, we'll get some new stuff. What are you kicking, Casey? This is funny. I feel like I'm playing... The majority of my time on Switch right now. Really, I'm spending a lot, a lot of time on Switch versus PlayStation right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And literally not on PC. I don't even own one. So well, Days yeah. Days Gone just came out. Sekiro just came out. You, you, you finished that already, right? I'm at Sekiro? the. I've been yeah. stuck at the final boss okay. for like two weeks, and I'm a little bit afraid to go. So full disclosure. I broke my first ever controller playing that game. Mm -hmm. I did a real rage On purpose? slam. Like no, rage? I, I slammed my controller down and shattered it, and so I, it's. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I know. I had to go terrible. buy another one, and I've bought it. I've bought it a, uh, or I've fought him a couple more times since then. But I, I, I told myself that this weekend I have to sit down and finish yep. it so I can get it out of my life. I was like sixty percent through that game, and then I went on a bunch of work trips, and then I came back and forgot how to play it, yeah. and just gave up. Still my game of the year, though. An incredible yeah. experience. Bad so. temper. Who would have known? Total side note, but this is what what I a feature I want for every next gen game is uh, when you haven't played it in a while to come back and it goes like previously on yeah and then it just shows you like some stuff that's you're good. doing that's and good it gives you a quick like uh, you know a, Pokemon a quick video. Ruby and Sapphire did I, that yeah I love that kind of mm -hmm. stuff like because for, for a pair to go back to Mario and Rabbits and be like crap what was I supposed to be doing right now yeah mm -hmm. like it, it keeps me from from like replaying or finishing games so often it was awesome because Ruby and Sapphire had a day tracker so it would only show you like the previously on when it knew you've it's been a while before that's pretty played. impressive right. yeah. yeah that's at awesome. least I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Ruby and Sapphire I like that mm -hmm. even if it Neat. didn't do that I, I would like that uh, yeah that's that's basically it for me what about you sideburns <laughs> I've been playing uh <laughs> duck game Okay. Have you guys played that? No, yeah, Duck Game is Adult awesome. Swims, right? Yeah, yeah. Duck yeah. Game is so much fun. Just very um, little. Swim. Yeah, yeah. Duck, it's, Duck Game is a game that you and I played quite a bit yeah. when uh, it first came out in like 2015 or 16. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's sort of... Uh, it's like Smash yeah, almost. It's a little yeah. Smash. Like it, like it, a shooter version of it. Yeah. It's yeah. it's basically like this like berserk pixel art uh, Smash Brothers with gun style game where everyone is a duck mm -hmm. and you cycle through like dozens of very quick stages. Everybody pretty much has one hit kill. 
chemicals and they drop you in these environments that are like vaguely destructible at times and s sprinkle different weapons everywhere. And you have to basically grab a weapon and kill the other ducks as fast as possible and be the last duck standing. Um, and it plays out like a TV show that ducks would watch in their <laughs> weird TV world. It's so nuts. Yeah. Um, and I had kind of forgotten this game came out a couple years ago and it just came to switch. And I, 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 put it on the other day and just for like an hour was playing with my wife and we were just laughing hysterically because it's just so stupid. It's just so incredibly like, like you, you, you land on a level and you grab a laser gun and you shoot through the entire level and blow off a duck's head. And then it zooms in slowly, like on this hero shot of this pixel duck. Who's just like, wow, <laughs> it's, like, it's great. It's that's got a, a great sense uh, of humor. That's a Brian Altano ass game. Yeah, no, totally. It, it is very Brian. It's really good. Um, I've also been playing this game called Agalos. I think I think that's how you say it. Which I had a little difficulty at first because uh, this is a sort of a Monster Boy style game, um, kind of retro side-scrolling platforming game. Totally my jam. But uh, before I got a like sort of a very early patch, it, the game accidentally. Hey, time out! You're boring, Perry. He's just gonna start playing some video yeah. games here. Uh, it accidentally. <laughs> I was booted, looking it up. Yeah, it accidentally booted into only Japanese. And so oh. I was like, oh, Ohio. that's that's difficult. Yeah. So I didn't know what I was doing because there's some text-based stuff. But I like it. It's got a sort, sort of almost Zelda 2-style upgrade system, um, big branching overworld. Yeah. Cool. It's, it's totally my jam. Um, it's, it's called Agalos. I've been playing... Um I talked a bit about Final Fantasy XII last week, but I'm about 12, 15 hours into that now. And uh, that game... It might be like a top three of all really? time game for me. I love Final Fantasy XII so much. It's and one that I abandoned when it first came out. Mm -hmm. I played. I probably played like a good fifteen hours or something. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy to go back and play it now because it feels so modern in its systems. Really, and uh, it, it it feels like a game that could come out right now because it has that like, more Xenoblade combat system, right? It's more live action. It's like. It's yeah. It's, things happen on the map rather than yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the writing is really amazing, and the story is very good. And uh, I just, I'm really having a great time with it. And the upgrades in the Zodiac Age, this version. I remember the the story being a lot more political. It's than super political, and it's a lot less melodramatic. And mm -hmm. yeah, it, it, all the the dialogue is all sort of old English, and like it's very very cool. Oh. Um, hey, if I was to ask the table a question uh, for the audience. If you had to pick one Final Fantasy oh, 12. game to buy on Switch, twelve for sure. Twelve, yeah, it's the one that feels the most um, modern. Final to me. Fantasy fourteen online, if it existed for the Switch, it doesn't exist. <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna um, say Crystal Chronicles when it comes out, but it's oh not yeah, yet. What, what, I would say they six. Just stop they, talking about that. They announced yeah. that game like last September. Uh, I think it was like at a Nintendo Direct, and then we just heard nothing. Yeah, it's coming. I, still. I want Final. They've been Fantasy. rolling them out slowly. I, yeah, you know, actually, I want Final Fantasy Chocobo Tales. That's, oh, isn't that kind of, oh? That's everybody. It was a no. That's no. I'm um, saying that, oh yeah, the that's, one I'm thinking. Yeah, of, yeah. the one you're thinking mm -hmm. about is so everybody. all of our picks aside from but, Zach's are games that are not available yeah. on Switch yet. No, ten Choc is good. I really nice like ten. Team. That's on there. Chocobo yeah. Tales was a deck yeah. builder. It was cool. I liked it. Wow, that was weird. Sweet. <laughs> so you like in twelve? I love it. I love it so much. Uh, highly, highly recommended. It. It's a little steep. I would wait maybe for a price drop unless it's, you're a super fan like it? me. It's bucks. full price. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff. We caught a lot of flack last week for talking about like the Nintendo curse, but this this game also came out at full price on uh, PlayStation Four. So I, I apologize and rectify that statement. Uh, it's not about being on Nintendo. It's just that it's on a new platform that it's this expensive. So also, it will it was, drop in it price. It was fifty bucks on those platforms a few years ago, right? 
That two, was 2016, two yeah. Years ago, yeah. Or 2017 when it came out, yeah. The yes. Zodiac Age. And the Nintendo curse still applies. I think mm-hmm. it could Maybe. go a little cheaper. Uh, <laughs> I think it could go down a little bit. The, uh, the other game that I've been playing quite a bit of is I'm working my way through the story mode of uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, I'm a person that has never cared a hoot about Mortal Kombat. And uh, I watched our Mortal Kombat lore in five minutes to catch up on the story. Yeah. And then started playing the story mode in this game. And the story mode in 11 is freaking awesome Mm -hmm. it is so cool it's like the fast and the furious of video games it's just over the top and crazy and you play as a bunch of different fighters and it's great like i'm having a really really good time even on the switch it looks like blast looks like butt on the switch but that's okay (laughs) yeah Yeah. are you playing it there yes oh i am Uh, me as well liar yeah, I'm playing it on PlayStation. You can, but it's it's okay. You're allowed to own other consoles. No, not on the Nintendo show. Uh, Casey, what are you playing? Um, a lot of tabletop BS and Smash. Tabletop BS is like actually actual, my new favorite. Actual uh, tabletop Switch games or uh, like Dungeons and Dragons and Dungeons and Dragons Pokemon Edition. I, I had to explain D and D to it's my a, wife it's yesterday. Fan-made, yeah. Because she, she was like, "Wait, do people just sit around a table t- and telling each other stories?" And I. I had to explain it. Doesn't your wife know well, what you do for a living? No. Like, and my son who plays right D&D, now. my son who plays D&D the, like every weekend was sitting in the back. He didn't say a freaking word. Whoa, He's just quiet, what? puts in his headphones. He's like, I'm not explaining anything. He sold you out. That's a yeah. teenage age. Yeah. But uh, she she thought it sounded really dumb. Is your no, son's voice really that deep? No, it's not dumb at all. Yeah. It's awesome. d huh? is Is your son's amazing. voice really that deep? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, what else? Now it is. Smash? Yeah. Okay. Smash is... I, it's one of those games I come home and it's super late and I have like an hour before I have yeah. to go to bed and it's like I can play a few runs back. Who's your yeah. main? Uh, I switch between Pikachu and Piranha Plant. Okay, okay. And then so, sometimes Pichu. I'm I'm these days I'm maining uh, Young Link and Corrin. I was oh I do a little bit of Corrin too. Yeah. I was cool. wondering if you had switched to Joker or not. I tried Joker out a little bit. I didn't vibe with him immediately like I did with some of the other characters. Mm-hmm. I don't like his special attacks. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like his up B because it's at an angle. It doesn't go straight up, which is a little difficult. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not yeah I'm not super keen on some of the stuff that he does for his specials. It's it's weird to like wait to summon Arsene to get like a whole second round of specials. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people really love him though. Yeah. 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 He was feeling a little bit, his kit was feeling a little bit basic to me compared to some of the other characters. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, E3 is l- just over four weeks away. We're about mm. a month from, actually, wait, is today the ninth? Today is the eighth. I don't know. So we're, no one, way we're, we're one month and one day away from uh, our kickoff mm-hmm. live show at uh, E3 2019. That's Sunday the ninth. We're going to stream. Uh, the Microsoft and Bethesda press conferences have a bunch of demos in the middle. Oh, you're gonna join us? Tune in to IGN. Gonna, I'll be there. I'll be in the comments. I'll, I won't be there in. <sighs> I won't be there in person, but I'll be there in spirit. So, um, but I also will be there in person, but just not with IGN. All right. <laughs> um, so, I want to talk a little bit about our Nintendo 3D. Uh, 3D E3 predictions. They can be in 3D too if you mm-hmm. want. Okay. But um, just leak the new system. Let's go uh, kind of round robin, like it's Christmas time, and mm-hmm. we'll each tell one prediction, and then uh, oh, we'll, I like that. We'll discuss. So, Pear, why don't you start us off with your Again. first prediction? Yeah, All right. you're just at that end of the table, you know. Uh, okay, I'm so obviously, uh, you know, let's get it out of the way. Animal Crossing is going to be the focus, and I think Pokemon is there. Well, you guys can talk more about that. But I'm saying that the press conference opens with a new Smash Brothers character reveal. 
Uh, and that character and is? I, it's all about bold predictions, right? Sure. If you guys have watched this show every year, I don't like to do the easy predictions. I'm saying Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield are going to come out. Ooh. And it's going to be like the two-pack, like an ice Two-pack. Two-pack. You can switch. They're just ah. different. Yeah, they're okay. just different costumes. Cool. It's the same <laughs> face. Same face. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Resident else? Evil 4, Leon Kennedy would be awesome because he does like suplexes and like backflips. They got the gun the from far away and, and uh, it'll be the Raccoon City uh, police station for the stage and Mr. X will be an assist trophy who follows you around. Cool. The entire battle, That's and uh, they'll announce it's available now. And um, it's imagine the, uh, if uh, the costume swap, because they have so many different costumes in Resident Evil, but if one of the costumes was uh, their 32-bit uh, pixelated costumes, oh, that'd God. be so oh, cool. Yeah. Love that. Uh, Brian, what about Barry. you? Uh, obviously, huge year for Link's Awakening. That's the newest 2D Zelda game based on the best 2D Zelda game, arguably. Arguably, that's what I say over here. Uh, and so I think we're going to get a ton of information about it. Um, I think we're going to get launch date. We're going to get a price. Uh, amiibo support, including uh, showing off brand new Amiibo. And I also think that game is going to get a, a new mode. Some sort of new thing, not necessarily like a multiplayer mode, but something that really sort of adds value to the fact that I think they will justify selling this for $60. That might feel like a little much for an old remake of a handheld game, but uh, a lot of things will help sort of move that along. But you will buy two. I will buy... I will buy digital the every and reason. physical. And physical. And yeah. I will, if there's like collector's editions in foreign lands, I will buy those as well. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so the last couple of Nintendo Directs out of E3 have opened with these like big bombastic uh, games and openings. And so last year, the it was Damon X Machina. Um, this year, my first prediction is that the press conference opens with Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 mm. um, to kind of cash in on any sort of residual uh, MCU fever mm. and also the idea that it's just this big third-party initiative from Nintendo. And uh, the first thing that we see are the Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. uh, in that trailer. And that's what kicks off their press conference. I like that. Okay. I like it. Cool. Yeah, I like. Oh, also I should say, somebody out there in the Nintendo voice chat podcast forums or on Twitter or wherever you choose to uh, watch this show, listen to it, uh, take notes. Let us know afterwards who got the most right. Because we can't <laughs> possibly we're not gonna do keep it. We're, Look, we're not going to do it. We're yeah. just not. But yeah. if you guys out there want to play... You guys can you guys can choose uh, who you think will win this brawl if it's Pear or Brian or myself. Or I kind of want to dig up last year's predictions and see. I listened to last year's predictions episode and it was myself, yep. Sam, yep. Sydney, yep. and I forget who the fourth person was. But um, we did not do very well. We did okay. not predict good. So yeah. yeah, I like that you guys make little sounds. Okay, <laughs> Casey, go ahead. <laughs> I got rid of my my more outrageous. Predictions, I think. That's okay. But, um, my first prediction is that Animal Crossing will be the focus on the show floor. Yes. Every year at E3, well, since Breath of the Wild, Nintendo has chosen one game to really be the focal point of the show floor. Mm-hmm. And last year, it was Smash. Mm-hmm. And what was it, the year before Odyssey. that? Odyssey. It was Odyssey. And the year before that was Breath, Breath of the, the Wild. Wild. Breath of the Wild. So this year, it's got to be Animal Crossing. Yeah. You can take pictures with all the animals yeah. Do and all you that think junk. Yeah? that I'll be able to shake a tree and get fruit, money, or a couch? You can... Probably shake a tree and make someone throw something into the camera frame and it'll look like it. You can fake it is what I'm saying. Close enough. That's all I need. Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I, I also have that Animal Crossing is their major focus as one of my predictions this year. I think that that uh, more so than any of the other big franchises that they're talking about in 2019, Animal Crossing is the the real like 
mainstream appeal game that they've mm-hmm. got going, so it mm-hmm. makes sense that it would be yeah. there. Do, do you think they'll proudly announce Michael transactions? Yes. Michael yeah. transactions. Finally, Michael has joined <laughs> the party. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, back to you, Pear. Oh, Next prediction. Me again. Next pre- prediction is for the shareholders. Nintendo will introduce a new name and a U.S. release for its cloud gaming service that has only soft launched in Japan. Right now, you can get like one-off cloud versions of games like Resident Evil 7. For the U.S., they will launch with DMC5, RE7, Ace Combat 7, AC Odyssey, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Monster, and Monster Hunter World just for Casey. That's a lot of um, that's Capcom a, support That's there. a lot of Capcom support, wow. and I think that's how, how Capcom will uh, justify releasing... Um, some of their janky games like DMC1 <laughs> as well but having DMC5 for streaming now obviously it's kind of an odd thing that um, you know you can't play these games on the go you have to be connected to Wi-Fi but we'll see Nintendo said they wouldn't um, show new hardware at the show but okay. you know if they're showing some sort of performance version in the future maybe you'll have some uh, some 5G built in or something for on the go play cool um Brian, your next prediction. I have a little good news, bad news. Nothing from Metroid Prime 4. Oh, I, Yeah, no. I know. I, I, we I kicked off the year finding out that that game's getting, you know, th- sort of thrown back to Retro Studios in a sort of remarkably transparent uh, reveal from Nintendo saying, hey, we got some mm-hmm. news and it's not good news. Um, Retro just posted some job listings for animators working on that game. So that is a very, very long ways out. Keep in mind, the literal only thing we've seen from that game so far is the number four and the word Metroid, and then, like, Arial bold font that said, coming to Switch. I asked a friend who covered Nintendo with me for many, many years uh, about this on the phone the other day. I asked, when do you think Retro found out that they were developing Metroid Prime 4? And he said, when they announced it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I will say uh, that I do think that uh, Samus Returns, which was on 3DS a few years ago, will be announced for Switch. I'll play that game again on the old big television. I will, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a that's a that's a good sort of consolation prize. I don't want to say Metroid Prime trilogy yet because I just don't feel like that they're ready to do that. But I'd love to be proven wrong. Okay, okay. Uh, staying with the Metroid theme, uh, I will counterpoint you by mm. saying that uh, objection. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, Metroid Prime Four cinematic trailer, but no gameplay. Ooh, and that will. Cl- close, soft close their show. That's how they originally uh, announced Metroid Prime 1. Yeah, cinematic. Cinematic, mm-hmm. okay. Oh, you mean just like a hero shot of Samus? Samus. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Camera spinning around. Oh, it's very good. We bo- we all had music mm-hmm. there. But yeah, you said you no, do that the whole time. no Prime Trilogy, huh? Uh, no. No. Well, I mean, that very well could be, but at this point, like, I'm so sick of predicting Prime Trilogy and getting it wrong. I had it down in my notes, mm-hmm. and I was just saying that, like, I just can't predict it again and be let down again because, like, there are a few games that I want more than <laughs> Metroid Prime Trilogy on my I know. Switch. Cool. I I love Metroid so much, and I wish those games were available anywhere. Uh, but yeah, that's I'm I'm tired of making that prediction. Okay, Casey. Um, th- Metroid Prime Trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're going to see some Pokemon Sword and Shield gameplay, probably during uh, the Treehouse presentation that they do after the main Nintendo Direct. Right. That's usually where they put Pokemon for some reason. Yeah, they like quietly sneak a bunch of announcements out in that thing too. Yeah, like um for so for example, Pokemon Sun and Moon they announced it in February, and then showed extensive gameplay in their early game during Treehouse after their Nintendo Direct. So. Okay. I think they're going to do the same thing with Sword and Shield. It's a boring prediction. I'm sorry, but... No, yeah. that's a good one. I like it. I mean, it. I think that like there, there's another chance that it doesn't show up at all, so I like the, mm-hmm. your version that it does. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Schneider, prediction <coughs> number three. 
if you're hoping for a new Pikmin game, you'll be disappointed. But luckily, they will be announcing Pikmin 3 coming to the Nintendo Switch. All right. It'll I'm be an it. updated remake with some new stuff in it. Uh, and it will come to the Nintendo Switch um, in the fall. And they're releasing this because they need to keep the franchise alive. And obviously, you know, they've got their character in Smash Brothers, but we haven't seen anything from that franchise in a while. Where the hell's Pikmin 4? It's still in development. Hmm. It's, um... There's too many Miyamoto stuff. It's it was running around in Miyamoto's in like garden. Yeah. It's, it's been a long time. The yeah. Pikmin are slowly carrying it here. Yep. It Fair takes them a long time, mm-hmm. especially the purple so, ones. But you'll get to uh, replay three, which is an excellent game, and there'll be some uh, really cool new stuff in it that is you'll enjoy. And if you want, Tom you can... Just it. Yeah, he did. Loved it. That's true. If you want, you can use it with Labo VR, but it won't work. <laughs> Got it. Mm-hmm. It will make you throw up. That's right. Um, is Pikmin 3 best Pikmin? Uh, <sighs> I think two is better. Really? Yeah. I think one's the best one. I think one Honestly. is also really good. Yeah. I like the one on 3DS. It's all good. I, three is no, just very really. pretty. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, three does look very good. Yeah. 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 Uh, Brian, prediction number three. Uh, my prediction is that uh, Respawn will announce that Apex Legends is coming to Switch. Yeah. They talked about wanting yeah. to do yeah. that. Uh, just this morning, a mobile port of that game is announced. Oh. Mm-hmm. If it could run on phones, it could run on Switch. That's right. So that game will come along. Um, they're also they're sort of seeing a drop in players, uh, uh, not surprisingly, because billions of people jumped on that game in the first month. Um, and I think that's a good place to sort of spark it up, as the kids say. <laughs> there it is. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, that's a really good one. And in the same way that we saw Fortnite on Switch shortly after Fortnite came to mobile, I think mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. They'll and scale that down to, yeah. Yeah, and Fortnite sized. is like regularly one of the most downloaded games on Switch. Yeah, it's, it's an incredibly popular. Console. And Apex Legends is super fun. And, and so and congratulations, free. Switch owners, yeah, if that comes a true. Welcome edition for fans of the genre. Wow. I kept, I kept it safe this year with my predictions. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to do pretty good. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think my, you'll do well. My next prediction, and I'm sorry, Casey DeFridis, no Pokemon Sword and Shield at E3 this year. What? Um, their focus is predominantly on Animal Crossing. Uh, however, we will get a Sword and Shield Direct in August. <laughs> I saw SS Direct, and I was wondering Gamescom. I was wondering who let in the Nazis. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> you know you're the only I, one on this panel that can make that joke? SS Direct. Stop. You Sorry, it's stop. ingrained. That, that's that's all, you know, justifiably we covered in in school. What and you can't growing do, up in you Germany, can't triple down on the joke. You, you just gotta yeah. walk away. No, from you it. made this podcast take a hard left. Pair no, it's on my last episode. You, you can't. You He's can't. not even wearing his anti-Trump shirt. That, that's <laughs> true. Right. That. Do you have a shirt with little gears, or is it like they're flowers? Flowers. Yeah, flowers are flowers. the gears yeah. of the field. That's right. <laughs> they're the gears of the heart. <laughs> uh, that's a bold prediction because that's a really big big holiday title for them. Yeah. Kind of weird to not have that E3 at E3. I, I, they have so much other stuff on so? this year that I think that they can save Pokemon as like their big holiday release in their back pocket and, and they have enough to talk about it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Ms. DeFridis. I think we're going to get release dates for Animal Crossing, Link's Awakening, and Luigi's Mansion 3. Yeah. yeah. Or at yeah. least just a month that they will be coming out if yes. not concrete mm-hmm. release dates. So yeah. do you think like the the direct is very firmly rooted in the games we've already seen. Just kind of. I'm sure there will be some surprise announcements for some games, but I I have no idea what they could be, and I'm not going to guess an existing IPs. I hope we see a new IP. Can we pause so, to reflect real quick about how much of an amazing trio of games that is? Yeah, like it's nuts, dude. Hot damn! This year, this year, like everybody talks about the first year of the Switch as like the Halcyon days. Yeah, this year is 
loaded with awesome games. And I mean, and we've already got we've already got. What do you mean? Because it's you first year and Mario and Zelda in it. Like that's it. First the you Nazi thing and now this. Yeah, bear. but you can't beat that. Mario and Zelda in the same year. That's I don't know, man. I can, I, this year I'm getting Resident Evil Four, Animal Crossing, and Link's Awakening on Switch. Resident Evil Four? Yeah, the one of the greatest video That's games Brian's of all time. Check out IGN.com, the Imagine Games Network. Yeah. I, I, Maybe I, mean, heard I love it. Resident yeah. Evil Schneider. 4. Maybe you started it. Yeah. <laughs> Schneider. But, I, but I played that. What? I'm so mad at myself. I'm so mad at myself for coming up with the idea to call Pear Schneider when I'm mad at him <laughs> on my last episode. All right, Schneider, whatever you say. All right, very good. Uh, it's it's your prediction, Schneider. Um, well, I'm saying that they need to have a new game announcement, and so Schneeds. since since thanks, Resident thanks, Evil Five, Zackles, it'll be Resident Evil Four. Zackles. No, if, because. Retro Studios moved on to working on Metroid. Their last game is done. Mm-hmm. It has to be shown now. It has to be announced. And since we've talked about this Star Fox GP thing so many times, wow. and we haven't seen it yet, if okay. it's not that, I'm going to okay. say it's Donkey Kong 65. Okay. So wow. like whatever yeah. the sequel to Donkey Kong I've, might like, be. That's the biggest franchise that hasn't moved back 3D like Mario Odyssey or any, okay. any of their big titles hmm. again. And I feel like... They entrust Retro with Donkey Kong. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe Retro will give us Donkey Kong. Wait, so you're saying that Retro will give us like the Breath of the Wild version of Donkey Kong? Not Breath of the Wild, but more like the Banjo-Kazooie version of it. Somewhere out there, Barrett Courtney's doing a goddamn backflip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, it'll be better than Donkey Kong 64 because every game is. True. Yeah. Brian, your next Don't prediction, please. Barrett. Barrett. Prediction number four. Uh, okay, here's where it gets a little crazy again. Super Mario 64 HD will be announced for the Nintendo Switch. Super Mario what? 64, 64 HD. HD. Not 65. Super Mario 64, 64 HD. HD. I feel like we really play want that, that to this happen. Is, this is in like Zach's category of we've said it so often we should stop saying it because it's just disappointing when it's not there. Yeah. You think this is like... But the, I'm going to say it again. This is like the Grezzo treatment to Ocarina and Majora's yes. Mask where they update the textures and make little quality of life improvements. Yep. You just assigned I, a team to my dream. So but didn't they already do that in <laughs> Almost Odyssey? as if it was a dream They're, team. That's Odyssey. That's not Odyssey had like a 64 world. Spoilers. It yes, it did. Spoilers. That game's two years old. <laughs> You're yeah. two years old. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you, but, but you think 64 before Sunshine? Yeah. I feel like Sunshine we haven't seen. Yeah. Pearls ages. before Swine. Okay, fine. No. That, Fair enough. That's not how that expression works. Yes. Sunshine is. Before it. <laughs> Sun Swine. That's not it. Uh, okay, my next prediction. Gears are really falling off the flower field right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my next prediction uh, goes hand in hand with your last prediction, um, but is a little more specific. I think that we will get Luigi's Mansion 3 release date, and that game will be coming um, in mid to late October to celebrate All Hallows' Eve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. I like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's, okay. a, sa- that's a safe but uh, very good bet. Also, Luigi's Mansion might be my most anticipated Nintendo game for the rest of the Really? Time. What? I can't wait for that game. Oh, I, you have a Link's uh, Awakening tattoo. Crossing? That's true. But I've all, I already played Link's Awakening. Over Donkey so, Kong 65. Yeah, over, <laughs> over, over Pokemon SNS. I, I, I you also you do have the... I didn't want to tell anyone. You Pokemon do have the, SS. The, you have the vacuum SNS. backpack. Oh, from, I see. From Luigi's Jordan Mansion. Yes, I do. Yeah. Tattooed across your back. That's right. I'm yeah. right across the tramp stamp. It's your last it's week. That's right. uh, okay, Casey, your, next, uh, your fourth prediction, please. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, now featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series. Okay, touch I buy that. Bit. Downloadable. Yeah. It was written in the stars. Yeah. So wait, did we? That's two Smash Brothers characters we made up, or yeah, two point five sort 2.5, of. Two point five, yeah. Yeah, interesting. I'm into that. Wait. Okay. Yeah. 
Perry, your it's final, me again. It's time for your final right, prediction. So I think the conference will um, will end with a teaser for Metroid Prime Four. I think they will have a cinematic because Retro is super speedy, and you know, secretly they've been making fan art of Samus on the Switch, and so they they're going to roll that out while while eating barbecue, and then uh, they will in that in that teaser they'll say coming in 2021 or something really disappointing, <laughs> and then they'll say. Record scratch, but also from Retro Studios. And then uh, you didn't want to predict it, but I think they will reveal Metroid Prime Trilogy with absolutely gorgeous graphics at that moment, also um, coming. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I, I left it off of my list because I knew I know, somebody else would predict. But trilogy. I don't. I don't yeah. want to be disappointed. But I, I have to add that. That's a great way we to know close it's it up. There. And we it know will it's be coming. And it will be this holiday because. We haven't played a Metroid game in a while. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Not since Sam's Returns. I hope yeah. it's one of those, and it's available right now. Oh, God, that would be so cool. They're not going to do that. Anyway. Anyway, I have two your small fi- ones. My first small one is uh, Reggie fils will appear as a Force ghost. <gasps> Number two, this is, this is very boring PR. Yes. Uh, well, Nintendo will update its plans to bolster the value of Nintendo Switch Online via new exclusive games, classic games, and services. Very good, Brian. That sounds like a that sounds like a Nintendo press. That's release. a very safe huh. safe bet. Did you did you write that every game is coming to Switch Nintendo? I did direct. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. they're all coming. Uh, my that's, good. that's a checklist, by the way. <laughs> my final prediction uh, is that the one more thing and one more thing that they do at the end of this year's press conference is a new 2D Mario game that is not in the new Super Mario Brothers uh, series. Ooh. It is more along the lines of like. Super Mario Brothers 4 or okay. Super Mario World 3 or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, they've been playing around with art style so much. I mean, just seeing Link's Awakening, how different that looks from other mm-hmm. other uh, games they've done. Mm-hmm. It is about time that they came up with a new art style for Mario. Yeah. You know, the last big one was Paper Mario maybe. And I the think it'll be change? I think it'll be more tactile like yeah. like we've seen with Yoshi and like we've seen with Kirby. Do you mm. think they would announce that like a week and a half or two weeks before Mario Maker 2 comes out? I hadn't considered that. But uh, that's a really good point. Thank you. You never know. <laughs> yeah. These are well. These it will are... be so different. It it'll be like Space Mario. Yeah. And, and they can also be like maybe they'll Euro. show some sort of new art style in Mario Maker, and people will be like, "What's all this about?" And then it's oh. the new Mario game. Oh Whoa. man, I like it. Yeah. yeah. By the way, n- none of us predicted any sort of update to the OS, and it's because it ain't coming, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Themes. Um. Black, white, and now gray. No, I, I predicted <laughs> updated plans to bolster the service and both. Nintendo Switch Online yeah, for classic games. You now pick colors Thank you. in the background. <laughs> all right, Casey, what you your, got? Your final uh, prediction. My last, my final prediction is that we will not see Damon X Machina at all because it's delayed till 2020. Whoa. Whoa. Why? Damon? Who? Oh, it's because that, that game is bad. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's because, um, so last year when they um, announced it, they said it was coming out in 2019 and it wasn't in any of Nintendo's financial briefing oh. mentions. Oh. Mm-hmm. So... Well, the, the, they put the demo out there to sort of be like, try this and tell us what you like and don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I did. Zach did. And, then and I, wrote, I wrote him back. I said, this game is AS. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> you didn't actually. No, I didn't. It actually. was not. I didn't actually. It was just, it fell slow. Yeah. I did At least out. in the demo. Yeah. We don't know what happened. You did when fill you it out? Upgrade. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, mm-hmm. I, mean, I didn't know anybody actually did that. I filled no, it I, out too. Yeah. I said, she wrote three paragraphs and the first letter in each paragraph spelled out the word AS. Jeez. I wrote a three thousand word essay, complete with um, callbacks to different resources on the internet. She linked back, really for SEO. No, I, I, I but be- I did write quite a bit. Yeah, I believed you for a second. There. 
That, that seemed credible. That seemed like something Casey would do. It, what, yep. it does, 100%. Mm-hmm. And Those? it was P.S. Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> it needs more dragons. It needs uh, dragon mix. Mm-hmm. Those are some good predictions. I'm very proud of you all. You did great. We didn't go or as did crazy as usual. No, that's yeah. true. So there's some. There's a couple of things that are very wish listy here, but yeah. I think that overall we made some pretty good predictions. Nintendo's I'm excited to hear here. from you guys in July. I want to know what we got right and what we got wrong, mm-hmm. and who's going to win the candy. Who's going to win the candy? So, so maybe we'll be able to bring you back from your new gig. Maybe, yeah. To, yeah, if you're allowed to, if they uh, let you out. I've got to figure that out. Okay. But because I've got a couple things in the works that I would like to talk about, maybe coming back and guesting for. So, okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, then we can make can you, fun of you. Can your you tell NBC where you're going? What Not until Monday. Oh. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Well, okay. we'll tell you about Zach next week behind his back. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, Casey. What? There you are. Uh, I don't know why I went to you for this transition, but here we go. Uh, so uh, if you are an IGN fan, you know that we have several podcasts, uh, Nintendo-themed and otherwise, one of them being Game Scoop, yep. where that catches all the game's news, and a, and a very popular segment at Game Scoop is the 20 Questions game that oh, no. o- often ends the game, or often ends the show. Damon Hatfield, host of Game Scoop, is out this week on a vacation, but he has graciously allowed us to take up the reins oh, and play wow. 20 Questions here on Nintendo Voice Chat. I so, think it's Sam a, just joked about it on last week's Game Scoop, and then and that happened. So you <laughs> got made you, it. So you got the license. <laughs> That's right. We've wow. purchased it from Damon at an exorbitant cost. It's a game. Uh, Reporting it to three switch. whole bags this of is, candy. This is actually a game. Okay. Um. So, but you can't let people see your notes now. Without further ado, oh, that's, the game's not in the notes. I've got the notes on the phone. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna have to do like one of these. Side note: uh, I told Zach that the game should be question block. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been really good. That would have been really good. Really good. Uh, it would have been super hard. Now, I will say... What console is it on? None. <laughs> we did some outreach and asked a lot of asked people to write in with their suggestions for 20 questions. Mm-hmm. And we got a, just an overwhelming response. Just Can I reword so that? Many. Zach, in his last few days, asked thousands of people to send us one-word emails. That's true. Yeah. Um, and the this week's suggestion comes from me, because it's my last episode, so get out of here with that. I don't care. Wow. I Wait, so we got all those emails for nothing? Yeah, that's right. Thank you for sending that. Way to go, chumps. So good he's gone. Sick burn. Uh, okay, let the questioning begin, friends. So obviously, it's a Nintendo-themed uh, podcast, so we're not going to ask the stupid, like, is it on a Nintendo console uh, uh, yeah. question, but um, did this game come out... Before the year 2000? No. Wow. Is this a... So GameCube era on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is this a first-party Nintendo game? No. Oh. Well, that was it. That's all um, I Is it a JRPG? No. Was this game on the Wii series of consoles? No, but very clever question. <laughs> Well done, two Schneider. Down. Ooh, two the down. Wii series. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be GameCube, Switch, or the DS or 3DS series mm-hmm. of consoles. Was this a hand- Unless this was a dumb mobile game. <laughs> was this a handheld game? No. Oh. Okay. So we're in GameCube or Switch territory then. Unless a very late... There, were, there was only... There were like two games in 2000. Why do you think that this has to be a Nintendo game? Like because or, with this... Like, it's a... Nintendo podcast. But you know this man. No, he said he he was using de- the Twitter he's, and he's he devious. told every he yelled at people for not submitting Nintendo games. Okay, good, so it good. Has to be but, a Nintendo game. But, but look at his face. I My don't face always looks like this. Pair. I don't no. trust him. If you're listening to this show, he looks really shady. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's like thirty percent Waluigi right now. Okay, wow. <laughs> uh, is is this game on 
the GameCube. Yes. Oh. oh okay. Third good. party GameCube game. I think it's Skies of Arcadia Legends, but I'm not. It's you can't. not a JRPG. <sighs> it's not a JRPG. She's right. I've never played the GameCube. Oh. What? <laughs> no, that's not true. Of course I have. Okay. Third party <laughs> GameCube. Out of this. <laughs> is this? Can I? Can I do a genre question? Yes. Is this game a shooter? No. Okay, so what? we're ruling out. There's like that's like two games. We're, ru- we're ruling out first person shooter, third person shooter. Yeah, the GameCube now. ruled out thir- first person. No, shooters. there were a lot. <laughs> Tie and sweaters, all Geist. the Bond games, guys. There were a lot. There were a lot. Yeah, there's four games. It's not Geist. I think you took a question and you threw it right in a volcano. Right, there. that's not right. Yeah. Yes, um, you just forgot how many it had. There was like literally guys. Four. Please, Rogue Squadron is a shooter. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, that is a shooter. No, it's not. Yeah. Okay. It's a flight simulator about X-Wing. <laughs> um, can you play as a female character? <laughs> that, that face is unsure. I think he's I'm going to give you a pass on that one because I am unsure. I, okay. I think maybe. Hmm. So can I get a different question? Yes. Cool. Might, you know what it might be? It might um, be Monkey Ball. Do you have customizable characters? No. Okay. You just don't remember if you can play as Crystal in Star Fox Adventures. How many questions are we up to? This is that was question eight. But it's not oh. a first. It's not a first party. He doesn't know that. Do, did we figure out the like the <laughs> for, the perspective first first person third third person? No. Um, is this a third person game? No. Oh. The pause. Music. Okay, but but it's not a shooter. It, it's is it first person? It could also be a two D side scroller. Is third person. Like a 2D side scroller, I'm looking on in the third person. That's true. Just making it could sure. be. A, what if it's a card game mm. or something? Got you. There. If you're considering 2D side scrollers, yeah, third person games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's iffy. That's debatable. What, it sounds okay, like it's just a 2D. It sounds like it's a 2D side scroller. <laughs> I think we got him there. Good, good one. That was without even using a question. Nice work. This better not be like something obscure, like Muteki Bakunetsu Bangai or something. It's relatively. It's well known. I would say. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's a side scroll. Do you guys want to specifically ask that question? What to make sure? I think it is. We we watched some squirm over there. It's got to be right. Is it a side? Do you want to ask that? Ask question? him. Yeah. No, we use it. Hold on. Hold on. We, we this is a. Do we there's found like a, four side scrollers on GameCube. We found there's a third. There's a third party. GameCube game. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, not with customizable characters. He doesn't know if you can play as a female character. And it's not it's not a shooter. It's not a shooter, and it's not um, first party. So we have to start thinking about... I, I would invite the class to start thinking about side-scrolling GameCube games. But that might lead you into a territory where you're like completely wrong, and you'll so never come I'm back. So I'm just going to ask, is it, a, is it a 2D side-scroller? Yes. See? <sighs> I am just wanted okay. to make sure. It's all right. <laughs> We knew it. Okay, Con- so, <laughs> so back, back to before. Concrete answer. Yeah. Let's yeah. start thinking about 2D side scrollers on GameCube. Okay, well, there's the Yoshi story, which is first person shooter. For, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Um, Wait, that's, that's so many things wrong with that GameCube. statement. Well, that was the previous console. <laughs> what about a Kirby game? No, um, that's a first party game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, no first yeah. party. Um, but there was a Kirby game, unlike. So. Th- my brain is telling me there's like the Mega Man collection, which didn't play well on GameCube, but, but we'd have to figure out if that was a collection or not. Um, in terms of side scrollers, oh. okay, there, there were some. Seg- Never mind. Uh, there's like weirdly not a ton. Yeah. So it should be. I don't easy. think I played any side scrolling games on GameCube. So. I'm trying to remember my library. Yeah. 
I have I have so many GameCube games at home, and I feel like you picked the one I. Ne- what about? Mm, it was Ikaruga, but that's a shooter, right? That yeah, is a shooter. A shooter you sure. wouldn't have included that one. A third party. Can I ask side a question? Role. Yes. Is that's the whole point of this game? Is, <laughs> <laughs> is this game part of a collection? No. Oh, that's so, eleven. So that that rules out Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Uh. Hmm. Wow, this is a tough one. This you picked really a hard. tough game. You probably, I didn't. I didn't. You probably thought you picked something easy. When you guys, when you guys get this game and you will gonna, get it, we're gonna you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna be mad. This is really dumb. No. Was that a question? No. Third party. So did Was we ask if it's from Japan? I asked if it was a JRPG. Is it a Japanese game? Hi. Okay. Okay. So it's a Japanese game for our English listeners. So let's think. Yes. yes. <laughs> so let's think of. Um, let's think of Capcom and what they have in their site. Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. It's. <laughs> can I ask? Go ahead. Why don't you whittle it down it's, first? Because okay, can you I, lose? Can right? I whittle it down? Yeah. yeah. Um, can you uh, slow down and speed up time in this game? Oh. Yes. Is it beautiful, Joe? Yes, it is. Yeah. There you go. That's all I needed. Uh, That's all I was needed. I right? Do you have this game? Is it not? A, I, I, have did, that I game. did. Of I course, lied. I, have I that did game. play this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the one 2D scroller. So I told Justin Davis, uh, GameScoop aficionado and regular panelist, oh. yesterday that we were doing 20 questions, and he was like, "Oh, what's your game?" He got it in nine. Yesterday. Yeah. Well, they Whoa. they're really good. Yeah. They didn't get you into the. In, they did enter the gungeon once. They I know didn't that get was it. insane. You yeah. got oh, it. Oh, really? Pear got it in like four questions. What? It was insane. Yeah. How? It's very smart. I I said, is it? Is it a shooter? And they're like, yes. I'm like, okay, enter the gungeon. I had a, <laughs> it wasn't exactly like that. I had like a buzzer beater on that show where it was like the 20th question, and I was like, is it Karnov for the NES? And they're like, oh. yeah. And I was like, ah, I did that. I did that on. Uh, I did that on my last episode of Game Scoop. I got um, Godzilla destroy all monsters on the 20th. Oh question. wow! I remember yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Yeah. Um, okay. So the last thing that we're gonna do is play a whole different game that we like to play here on NBC. Mm-hmm. And that's a game that I like to call the question block. Oh, that's not a game. Even more yeah. questions for you. So uh, is we this picked the first or third party game. This <laughs> this is a third party <laughs> game. Uh, so first question comes from Brandon Ray, who says, "What is the biggest aha or awesome moment in a game? Which one and what moment where you just sat back and said, wow, good or bad, lol?' L- limiting into Nintendo World or all? No, the- no, just any game. I mean, I'll give you I'll give you anything. I thought the the uh, the the dead giant in God of War was freaking amazing. Okay, that's like, cool. That's that cool. was so cool. But in Nintendo World, I would say it was coming over the crest of a hill in Breath of the Wild and seeing a dragon. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Like the, the first time you see a dragon, you're like, that was how really was cool. this hiding was really in this cool. world? Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, two quick ones. One is probably the first time I moved the joystick in Super Mario 64 yeah, and, and found out you could like tiptoe and that like the angle you push it in, he was he would like creep along or, or run. Um, and the other one, and I don't want to spoil it because I hope this game comes to Switch eventually, uh, is the the way the final boss fight against Ganon plays out in The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker. There mm. is a specific thing that happens oh, at the God. end of that fight so that good. just made my jaw drop that it was even in a game that looked like this. Everybody is like, oh, yeah. It yeah. was 
Yeah. That's that's funny. Uh, my moment is from The Wind Waker as well. Oh. And that's the moment that you discover... Well, if you're not doing spoilers, I can't the do spoilers. The castle? Yeah, when you yeah. go to the castle, Ooh. and it's all in uh, monochrome. That's uh-huh. so good. And then when you take the sword from the pedestal, all the characters come back to life and the color creeps back oh in. God, that was gives, so cool. That gives me goosebumps. That is such that. a great moment when you yeah. arrive in that and you're like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Dude, I remember yeah. I was playing that on like a tiny 14-inch like CRT TV that I got that literally somebody in New York City threw out and I was just sitting in my dorm room like playing that and I remember that happening. You're like the most... God. Like mm-hmm. textbook art student I've ever met in my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, I'm up. Uh, also, I, I discovering Star Road on Super Mario World Ooh. after having completed that game probably a dozen times that over the really course cool of too. a yeah. year or more as a kid. Uh, when I realized that there was like an alternate exit that le- led to a whole other world that I'd never played before, I was just I remember setting the controller down and be like, "What?" Same. And telling my mom and, or my dad, like, "Oh my god, there's a whole new world." And they're like, "We don't care." Yeah, uh, Casey. <sighs> this is a tough one. Um, In Monster Hunter World, when you first see... <laughs> hey, no. No. Um, <laughs> man, so gonna this is going to be... She's going to save in a second. <laughs> no, this is going to be a sad, uh, a sad moment. A sad awe moment. Oh, boo. Um, In Shadow of the Colossus. Ah, uh, yes. Can I do spoilers? Like, Yeah, you might as well. Yeah. All right. Game. Fast forward 30 seconds if you don't want to hear Shadow of the Colossus. And you should have already played the shame yeah. on you. So at the very end of the game, you, you're riding around with your horse, Agro. It's the only other character in, in the game that your character interacts with the entire time. And uh, you, the floor below you collapses on the way to the final boss mm-hmm. and your horse falls to presumably its death. And that moment just made me like put my controller down and just sit there with, I can't believe that just happened. So kind of that was such a mean thing for them to do. Yeah. yeah. Very, very sad. But it sets the sure. tone for what follows. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's a good game. Mm-hmm. And I, I do have an, another individual all moment. The first time I ran into a shiny Pokemon in the wild, it was a shiny Absol, hmm. which is my icon on IGN.com still. Okay. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's a very happy good. moment. I like caught it and then immediately called all of my friends to tell them I caught a shiny Absol. Hey, where actually, were you the first it. time you saw your first shiny Absol? <laughs> I was at a bar. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I, I like your wholesome choice. Yeah, that's, that's very great. good. Uh, Steve Redgrave, Stephen Redgrave writes in and asks, Thanos just did the snap, but you can protect three Nintendo characters from being dusted. <laughs> Who are oh. they? I like this uh, better than the wizard that kept showing up in the yeah. last few episodes. Oh, man. Uh, my three are... Um, uh, off the top of my head, I'll say Toon Link, Mario, and Samus. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. A, yeah. that's those are those are safe ones. I would do Link, sure. mm-hmm. Samus, mm-hmm. and Mario, <laughs> and Dark Link. Okay, oh, what? Dark All right. Link. Yeah. Why so Dark Link? You, you want Mario games without the Dark Link? Regular Link isn't good. <laughs> okay, pair. So Mario games just go away forever. Yeah, no, just the characters. You could just play as Luigi. Mario will right. have Luigi in it. Yeah, I didn't even think or, about that. Or or Samus. Yeah, that's huh. right. <laughs> um, wait, th- these guys disappear? Or yeah, they're just they're, the characters are gone. gone. These he, are the characters you're protecting. Protecting. Oh, yeah. Okay. I would have to say probably Duck Hunt, Samus, Duck. Link, <laughs> and Mario. Okay, okay. great. <laughs> it's um, a safe <laughs> choice. Uh. Link? No, wait. <laughs> uh, young Link. <laughs> Here we <go>. <laughs> Young Link. <laughs> uh-huh. okay. um, Pikachu. Great. Okay. Oh. oh, we forgot about all those. I mean, there's too oh, many. That's going to be a sad Pokemon game. I know. Just Pikachu. <laughs> you caught a Pikachu. <laughs> oh, no. One um, more. Absol. Kirby. Shiny. 
Kirby? Yeah. If you have Kirby, Kirby that's the end of days. No, without Kirby, all of the other characters would have died in the world of light. That's true. With Kirby, the world ends, too. Um, okay, the next question comes from Ian Thomas. No, I'm sorry. The next question comes from Javier Bonet. Uh, and this is a little bit tailored for me because it's my last episode, but it's a good question for all of us. Uh, what moment for you defines your experience at IGN? Hmm. Oh, you're looking at I'm me? looking at you, Pear. Um Probably the, the the excitement around system launches, and for me it was in the early days when we literally stood in line to get these machines, and yeah. we didn't have early access, and we're just hanging out with fans, and you know, like w- with any of the Nintendo console launches, it was just a party. Everybody knew our site. Um, it's a different world now. All the kids with their YouTubes and everything, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just picking up the first system and then just running home or running to the office and, and hooking it up and just getting impressions out there. That was really cool, and everybody worked. It was like yeah. people. At 2 a.m. in the office, yeah. writing up impressions and all that. That was cool. It's very good. Uh, about four or five E3s ago, Jose Otero and I were at the Nintendo booth ready to do an interview um, in their like kind of private PR area, and they brought us upstairs, and their PR guy walked us down the hall and opened up the door, and we sat down, and the door opened again, and it was uh, Bill Trinan and Shigeru Miyamoto. And they came in and sat down with us for an hour-long interview, and it was like surreal and we all just hung out and laughed and talked about Nintendo and Star Fox and it was like and I, I took a photo with Miyamoto which I can never do with anybody and it was just yeah. like one of the most genuine wonderful magical moments and every E3 has been worse since <laughs> Jose, Jose did a similarly cool thing for me this that's not my moment that I was going to talk about but it reminded me uh, he my first E3 we had an interview scheduled with Miyamoto as well and Jose kind of pre-briefed me on it he's like look we're, we have 30 minutes. We have to be in and out, like, quick. Like, don't talk to him. Don't, like, fan out about it. Like, Jose was very, very strict about, like, not, you know, like, just set up your camera, get your shot, and, like, like we got to go. And at the end of the interview, Jose was like, oh, as I was packing up my gear, he was like, by the way, Zach is a big Nintendo fan and would love to meet you. And I just thought that was, like, the sweetest thing. Mm. Like, he had been planning it all along. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it was just, like, a really cool... And I also got a photo with, with Miyamoto at that. That's the best. Wow. Um, but th- from that same E3, the moment that, like, I still and forever will think of IGN when when I, I think about this moment, um, the, the first E3 that I worked was 2015. And uh, the... Nintendo had just revealed Super Mario Maker and was doing uh, the Nintendo World Championship. Oh, yeah. And uh, Brian and I and Brandon Tyrell and a couple other folks were watching uh, the last round of the World Championships and, like, the levels were absolutely nuts and it was just an entire room full of people screaming and losing their mind about Mario. That was amazing. I remember like in that moment looking around and thinking like, Oh, I've, I've arrived. Like this is like (laughs) this, these are my people. This is where I've I've been trying to get to for so, so long. And like, it was just such a a cool moment. And there's a gif of the three of us freaking out about it somewhere that's floating around out there. Yeah. Dude, there's a chance that that's going to happen again. this Yeah, for sure. That's so cool. Yeah. That will forever be like my, the, the moment that like IGN really clicked for me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Yeah, come come back, come come back this year and we'll yell at the TV. Yeah. Come on (laughs) to our studio when you're done with your junk. (laughs) With my junk. With your E3 junk. Uh, Casey? So my very first month at IGN, my first week at IGN was the week they did the Nintendo Switch reveal presentation. Mm. Um, so that my January, very, yeah. yeah, in January. So my very first week, it was 9 p.m. when they did the presentation. I was here in the office with everyone covering the Nintendo Switch reveal. And with the whole, it, that was when they showed the first long Breath of the Wild trailer as yeah. well. And I was like holding back tears because of how beautiful it was mm-hmm. and it was 
amazing to see other people around me have the same reaction and same excitement. And then immediately, as soon as it was done, or even while it was going, people laser focused into work and getting things done as quickly and fast and efficiently as possible mm-hmm. while still having the passion about what was going on around. That them. was the night we, we did our pre and, and post show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Live. And yeah. I was hosting that and we all during the post show were pre-ordering or, or trying to pre-order yeah, switches that too. Like on our phones yeah. and our mm-hmm. laptops. It was, yeah. it, if you go back oh, yeah, and everyone watch, everyone was doing it. If yeah. you go back and watch that, that, that post show, it's really funny because like Brian and pair and Alana are all on the show like this, like, uh huh. We're like, like trying, like talk, like uh-huh. oh yeah, yeah, that was really great. That was a cool, pl- like, but like just trying to get. It. It's yeah, I think funny. Sam was like, you know, it's really cool, and you can use it at home, and you can use it on the go. And we're like, that's great. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yep. keep talking, Got it. Sam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also a really funny news video uh, from that night where Naomi Kyle is talking about a Switch game or a news breakout or something yeah. like that, and I'm just in the background, just staring down the camera lens, eating pizza because it was like. 12:30 in the morning and everybody had lost their minds. It was oh yeah, yeah. It's, yeah there's it's, pizza. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. when when you s- start talking about moments. There, there's yeah. so many. There's you so know, many our 20th them, yeah. anniversary party was amazing. That was really. But cool. like um, even even things where we're sitting there and we're about to hit publish on our April Fools' video, and we send out a fake Zelda trailer to the masses, and we're like, oh man, yeah. what have we done? There's this collective like mm-hmm. holding of breath yeah. that happens. Where you're like, well, well, here we, we go. go. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there, there are lots of wonderful moments. Uh, which, which brings me to uh, the last question uh, today from Ian Thomas. Uh, what will you take away from IGN, physically or metaphorically? Um, physically, I'm planning on stealing that giant uh, Samus statue that we have in the the content uh, over uh, my uh, dead the body. Editorial we, pit. We'd notice that one. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'm gonna take that one. That's so a just special so edition know. that lights up. I know too. it's very expensive. Um, metaphorically, put it away, um, Brian. Brian. <laughs> Lock it. I think got it. I think the biggest takeaway for me is just uh, you guys. Like Aww. the friendships I've made here are without a doubt like some of the best and and longest lasting friendships that I, I'll ever have. And like it's been such an honor and such an awesome experience both professionally and personally working here. And I'm really gonna miss you guys. But Aww. I'm getting choked Heck. up talking. Yeah. But I love the you guys and I love this show and it's been really really awesome to have an opportunity to. Work with you guys. We're gonna miss and you, be too, your Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and and with that, that is the fi- my final episode of Nintendo Voice Chat. Thank you guys so so much for being so supportive. And Zach, and we for, love you, and we're gonna miss you like hell for real. Yeah, seriously. Thanks, yeah. I, I, real quick, before we go, I want to say one of my favorite moments in history at IGN. I didn't get to say it before was doing um, Link Together with Zach. Yeah, which oh, was what sixteen episodes of us. <laughs> From start to finish, beating the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, while each holding a, a Joy-Con and operating Link's body in different parts of our minds, and I it was love pure that chaos. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't believe not more people watch that. Yeah, well, it's yeah. there. It's there it's forever. There. So yeah. go look yeah. it up. Um, It'll be there. Get those legacy views. Yeah. But uh, Zach, thank you for just thank you so for, much yeah. for thank you uh, for everything you've done for the show, Come for uh, as a friend, uh, and just you know bringing your passion and your your insight and everything to this place for so long and making it leaving it a better place than than, than how you started it. I like how you tried to get out of the show quick and, and <laughs> not, not let, let us say that. anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just I really don't want to cry in front of you guys. Right. Um, <laughs> this is Nintendo Voice Chat. IGN's Nintendo Show. Weekly Thursdays at 3pm. Uh, Casey, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at ShinyKCD. Brian? Agent Bizzle? Pear? Perrigan. Perrigan. Uh, and I am forever at Zacharias the 
thank you guys so much. And come back next week. I will not be here, but my friends will continue to get, get the, the thing. thing. Get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.